Beauty. So, Al, what is your monthly pick for April? Uh, my monthly pick is Eleanor Oliphant is Completely Fine, which is a book by Gail Honeyman. Uh, my mum recommended it to me, and it's like the quickest I've read a book in a long time. Oh, wow. It's like I'm halfway through, and I started about two days ago. That's and it's quite good because instead of uh, like when I get out of the shower I normally just sit on my bed and watch YouTube for mm -hmm. a bit but I've been reading so I've been more cultured oh that's so nice yeah. like, especially because you're reading now for fun. for pleasure yeah exactly. I know I've forgotten what that's like yeah like I know we're literature students at all but we don't get to read for pleasure anymore like no. these three years have just been curriculum based text of the eight books I've read this year about two of them have been for pleasure exactly yeah, so that's, oh, I love it. And um, one of our friends as well, um, shout out to Gemma. Who's yeah, doing her I was going to say, it. yeah. So I saw her so cool. the other day with that book. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. All right, so I'm actually going to be cheeky this month and Ooh. do two recommendations. Whoa! But two in one, you know, two in one. So last week I went to go and see Jordan Peele's new film, Us, mm. and it was absolutely amazing. But then what comes on? Uh, Janelle Monae's I Like That. And so I'm recommending you go and check out Dirty Computer. It reminded me how much of a great album it is. It was There was like a scene where they're just driving in the car and they got the music on. I'm like, wait, I know this track. Oh my goodness, it's John Monet. And it just like, it livened up the um, the experience, even though it is a horror movie. But that those like couple of minutes, those are like the bliss of the film. Forgive me it. for being uncultured. Which era is she from? Because I swear she's still releasing new music now, but she also sounds like she was around in the 90s. No, no. <laughs> so Dirty Computer was released last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't believe she was releasing music in the 90s. <laughs> she might have been ahead of her time. Who knows? <sighs> but um, yeah. And so, and then Us came out um, like a few weeks ago now. So yeah, so go check out that film and then go and listen to Dirty Computer and just enjoy yourself in the bliss that is Janelle Monet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So that is our monthly picks for April and let's run on to the show. Right. Hi, I'm Daddy. Hi, I'm Alice. And this is According to Us. So what are we going to be talking about this month, Al? Um, well, because it's my birthday in less than a week, what? we are talking about the nostalgic things from our childhood. So we are going to be talking about all things 90s, noughties and 2010s, which is going yeah. to be really exciting. And we have our lovely friend Abby here with us. Hello. Say hi, Abby. To be introduced. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure when was appropriate to speak, but I'm here now. So. We've given you permission, so <laughs> go yes, ahead. Abby. You can now speak, Abby. <laughs> Hello, world. Or probably just the people of Falmouth, yeah. most likely. And my mum. Who I still actually, I don't think she's listened to this yet. Has <gasps> she not? No. She needs to get on it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, to be she needs fresh, to sort herself out. <laughs> oh, rude. Yeah, I don't know. She mentioned this to my mum to be like, so. Listen Look, Mum, I'm famous. Doing. Listen to what we're doing. <laughs> You're proud of me? <laughs> I said, Mum, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did add this to my LinkedIn profile the other day. You better add this to your I was like, profile. podcast creator, <laughs> get in. It's going to make me look so much more employable. It will. Oh, my goodness. She hosts a podcast. Oh, my God. And there's, like, physical evidence of it online. Oh, so yes, I even is. linked on SoundCloud. You know what? 
We're linked on SoundCloud. We're linked on Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere where you get your podcast. People, we yeah. are live <laughs> and ready to go. We're there, lurking. <laughs> I've been sharing you on SoundCloud as well. You're Aww. welcome. Just a little oh, free thanks, promotion Alex. there. <laughs> I'm basically so now the just the promotion person. Just like I'll just retweet yeah you're hired oh yeah there we go there's my role now we just need like a researcher (laughs) to find all of the facts for us and then we've got our own little team if you're listening to this bbc people (laughs) if you want to monetize us go ahead (laughs) just listen to like how my voice sounds on the radio i mean i should be there up (laughs) with your host okay so just like yeah move over greg james (laughs) (laughs) all right all right all right but okay so Al, do you want to start off? Do you want to start us off? Um, yeah, go on then. I haven't <laughs> got too many things from the 90s because I was born in uh, the very end of the 90s, so I can't really say that I remember much. I think the point from which I actually start having memories was probably 2002, 2003. I have a vague recollection of my third birthday with a Bob the Builder cake and stabbing it with Play-Doh tools. <laughs> and that's about it. Nice. Up until a certain point. Um... But I thought I'd throw it back with a bit of old music. Sound of the Underground, Girls Aloud. I grew up on Girls Aloud. I remember having my little CD player, which people really don't use much anymore, and stealing my sister's CD and just dancing around my room to it. And it's only that song in particular I seem to remember, actually. Yeah, my cousin is really obsessed with Girls Aloud, and so I remember that. I was like a wee babe (laughs) and all this. Sound of the underground. Oh, it's such a good song. I'm going to listen to it after this. <laughs> You're hit with that nostalgia already. Yeah. 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 Oh, who could? And I still remember what the video looks like as well. Yeah, because they were in the underground. In the underground. <laughs> and they had like. Revolutionary. <laughs> they had like little pink. They had like pink and black on. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Oh. Well, yeah. I kind of always get them confused with Spice Girls a bit though. Really? In a way. Although the Spice Girls were around much earlier, weren't they? They were, yeah. But yeah, I think that was my first album. My first concert was Busted. And oh, I nice. love that. I'm that so was, jealous. It I was so Busted. good. It's not bad as first concerts go. No, I think not. I was like six or seven. I just remember not really liking the like vibrations of the speakers, mm-hmm. but also being so excited about the fact that I was saying Busted that I sort of was crying and laughing at the same time. <laughs> I remember like standing on a chair next to my mum, screaming, I love you, Charlie. <laughs> um, and then sort of intermittently crying because it got too loud. Yeah. But yeah, that was a pretty good concert. I guess actually. like if it's your first concert, it's a bit overwhelming. Like I remember my first one was JLS back in the oh, day. Oh my goodness, JLS. Like, yeah, you're going to cry. That was like <laughs> X Factor. Really that was like 2008, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was oh like... God. They came to we Escort, just get which was near together. me. <laughs> we should have never yes. broke up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> They're it. still bangers, to be honest. Oh, mate. Now, when I'm finishing my dissertation, I'm just going to put on a playlist <laughs> of, like, solid, naughty songs. Love the throwbacks. Oh, JLS. <laughs> I don't think I was ever into them that much that I wanted to see them, though. That was sort of like year eight era. Yeah, I think it was just cause purely because they were near me and it would be my first ever concert. Mm. And like I had their two albums as well. So it would be weird if I didn't want to go. I think I went to Tifa on the beach. I think that was like my first. No way did you go. I went to, yeah, Tifa on the beach. Who That's remembers so cool. that? Yes, I remember I Tifa, don't... Jimmy and Jamil, Rick yeah. Edwards. Yeah, like every Saturday morning. Yeah, <laughs> I used to watch that. Um, 
And yeah, I went to Tifa on the beach in its last year, and I think that was about 2011. Yeah, it would have been. But hold on, really we're really getting long. ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, we've skipped like an entire <laughs> no segment of our lives. <laughs> sorry. Let's go back to let's, pretending it's the let's 90s. Bring it back to the 90s and the noughties. Before the internet and mobile phones oh, and Steve Jobs. <laughs> See, we can still claim that we had like great chart hits because we didn't have mobiles or iPads. I know, I'm really happy that yeah. I've grown up in a kind of like analog generation exactly. before so iPads and stuff. We actually ran around in the park. We played outside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, that does actually, no, I'll mention it in the noughties. Okay, all right. Yeah. Abby, what about you? Um, So sort of like 90s wise, what I remember like with the music that I was growing up with, um, my... My mum, when we were in the car, she would put in, like, lots of different, like, cassette tapes. And I just remember sitting in the car and listening to, like, the cassettes that she always had. And I remember listening to a lot of Gabrielle because of that. Oh, yes. Gabrielle. Is she a singer? She is. Have you not heard of Gabrielle? Nope. She does a lot of, like, R&B. I think, like, she did release some songs, like, a few years ago. um, But she's got quite a few iconic ones. Um, Yeah, she was in the um, Dreams. Have you heard of that? She was in Bridget Jones' mm. first film. Yeah, it's it? that sort of vibe. That's yeah, you know when Colin music. Firth is yeah. coming out of the airport in New York, and there's like that song. I haven't seen Bridget Jones for a really long okay. time. Well, How yeah, go dare back. You. That song that's playing is a Gabrielle song. I'll re-listen to this and make a note of all the yeah. songs I need to listen to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. It's just a, a just a fond memory because like um, it's just. Every time I hear her songs now, I just get immediately taken back to that era. Like, because I'm pretty sure the 90s is when she started. And then um, it probably did bleed into the 2000s for me. Because like we say, like, we weren't really, like, we're not really capable of remembering much from the late 90s. Because that's when we were born. But that's what I associate it with. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a band called The Lighthouse Family as well um, that I really liked. Um, oh, sounds assuming. like they should be in a Captain Birdseye effort. <laughs> It was the same sort of thing. It was like R&B and just really sort of chill. The Lighthouse family sounds like they do sea shanties. Yeah, they don't. I think they're literally a duo. And I don't don't think they've done anything for years. Um, But I just remember, again, these little cassettes that my mum had. And we'd just Mm. always be playing them in the car. Oh, that's a throwback. I know. I mean, cars didn't have um, CD players. They had cassette players. Do you remember when cassettes and videotapes were the norm? I mm. do remember that. I have a, I had a Lion King um, tape. Feet, um, oh. But when you had to like reverse the thing and go back through the entire film to yes. get, or like skip through an entire film to get to the next thing you wanted to watch. And I will never forget the pain of someone taping over something that you wanted on a videotape. My mum used to tape Casualty all the time. <laughs> and I'd have like a kid's film or TV show on there, like Horrible Histories or something. And it would be gone and oh, it was no. devastating. Because uh, we couldn't really do that. Like, we didn't really... Um, uh, was that a Sky thing where you just, like, recorded over stuff? No, I've like, never had Sky in my life. No, I haven't. Because I grew up with a lot of, like, you know, literally just Freeview, so the Freeview yeah. channels. Um, but, um, yeah, no, that never really happened. I just remember, like, having all my old videotapes and um, them just slowly dying the more I watched them. Like, mm. just... Yeah, I don't really <laughs> remember them being phased out. It just kind of happened. Yeah. yeah Everything exactly. was suddenly DVDs. Mm-hmm. I think I remember, like, um, oh, God, this is a throwback. I remember walking into Woolworths one oh, day. Oh, <laughs> And those had DVD cases, like, appearing. And I remember how weird they looked to me back oh, then. Oh, Woolworths. <laughs> I know. And you know when they used to say, smile, you're on camera? 
Oh. The child I was would always like pose. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can imagine a little Danny doing that. Because I thought, like, oh. I didn't realize it was CCTV. So I was like, oh my God, I'm on camera. And then my mum was like, no. It's actually a command. <laughs> yeah, to be it's fair. actually a little warning about surveillance. <laughs> to be fair, I used to love, I'm still such a child. I still love like looking up at the cameras and seeing myself. Mm. Like when I was about six, I remember just sort of pulling faces. I do myself. that in Asda. <laughs> Like when I'm at the checkout and I can see myself, I sort of like do a little wave or something. When you're like, you're looking away from the camera and then like you can see what you look like when you're not looking at yourself. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I remember the pick and mix in Woolworths. Yes, Candy King. Yeah. Yeah. And Wilkinson's have kind of stepped up and got that now, haven't they? Wasn't Wilkinson's, well, didn't they buy Woolworths? Or something oh, like that. Because well, like, all the Woolworths are now Wilkinsons. So I swear. Oh, it was like a that would make sense. Or something like that. I think so. Because essentially, um, you can get everything that you could get for Woolworths from like a. Wilkinson's. Yeah, that's true, actually. Wilkinsons. Yeah. Maybe it's a conspiracy. Mm, maybe it is. Mr. Oh Wilkinson overthrew Mr. Do Woolworths. A BuzzFeed Unsolved. About <laughs> <laughs> Woolworths and Wilkinsons. A British BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to BuzzFeed, you know. Yeah, give you some sponsors. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Where is Mr. Woolworths now? Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, in a similar vein to you, Abby, like, what I can remember is like my my parents' uh, music and like, so Lauren Hill and Erica Badu and like all that kind of neo soul r&b vibes because yeah. like like you said we were kids we were, yeah. we were babies even yeah. we were kids so yeah. like we didn't really have our own taste yet so. no no <laughs> it's just like i remember it was it's such like a like that r&b genre that 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 those soul voices um like every time i hear them now i do just think back to like my childhood and like when i hear certain songs i just get immediate flashbacks and like um yeah i guess like being that's what I grew up with, um, that kind of bleeds into my music taste now. And obviously, like your music taste is tastes always change, but that's what I started with. Yeah, exactly. So like I'll always remember that. Yeah, no, definitely, I, I get it. And so it's quite funny because, like, so for like the nineties when I was growing up, that was the kind of music I listened to via parents. And then like as we went into the twenty tens, I went for a whole different change, and now I've kind of come back to that. So it's quite <laughs> nice to see yeah. the evolution. Yeah. yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll just go back to my like um, taste like that, like mm. the original music that I listened mm. to. I listen to a lot of ELO now. Because, oh, that's another one. Uh, oh. I love ELO because my dad always, I think they're one of my parents' favourite bands. And oh. when we were driving somewhere a few weeks ago, he had all of their albums on full blast. And oh I was like, God. you know what? I'm into this. You know what? That's really funny because again, like it was my stepdad that randomly gave me the best of ELO one really? day, like the CD, because I remember I had this little um, music maker program that I was obsessed with as a kid. And I used to like putting in like these little synth instruments um, and it, it had kind of, it sounded very similar to ELO style. Mm. So my dad was like, here, have a listen and see what you think. And I've never really gone back. Mm. So mm. I'm really glad that he did that because obviously now <laughs> I've grown up with ELO. But yeah. now obviously that's a slightly later yeah. um, decade, but so relevant to so many mm. people. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, okay. So let's uh, move into the noughties, shall we? Okay. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Am I going first? Yeah, we're gonna do like You're a looking circle. at me expectantly, yeah. so I'll go <laughs> I know, first. We're doing a circle, yeah. Um, oh wow, I've got quite a lot of stuff. Um, I know. Mm, where do I start? That's the question. <laughs> Too many. Okay, I kind of like categorized it. So I've got TV shows, toys, food, and books. 
um, I got food on my list. Oh. I really, it was just sort of yeah. like spur of the moment because I was thinking about some of my childhood memories. Mm-hmm. So the foods that I remember a lot from the noughties are like dip dabs and flumps and oh, Freddo's. Yes, Do you remember when Freddo's were like 5p? They were like 5p. Yeah. No, they're like 25. We are so bitter about that. Inflation, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. 25p uh, for a Freddo. It's outrageous. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, but yeah, although to be honest, dip dabs and flumps, I've been put off them slightly because my parents had a New Year's Eve party once and because I was a kid, me and my next door neighbour sat at our kitchen table mm-hmm. just eating and demolishing a pile of flumps, <laughs> pretzels and dip dabs. Next day, threw it all back up again. And mum and dad were in the other room getting a bit tipsy so they weren't really <laughs> paying attention. But I just, I still remember like the outfit I was wearing the <laughs> following day when I threw up, it was disgusting. Oh, it was no. like this red cardigan. It was, oh no, ugh. lovely. Yeah. Lovely so, I would still eat a dip dab, flump, reluctant, pretzels, <laughs> absolutely not. There's no thank you. Wait, you don't eat pretzels anymore? No, I hate pretzels. <gasps> Even the smell makes me feel nauseous. Oh my goodness, it has scarred you. Yeah, on it, like, there's like the one food that I hate the most because no. I threw it up once when I was like oh. seven. But I've got pretzel <sighs> fresh out oh. of the oven. Come no, on, eat, I can't even eat those. Oh, no. The only time when I've ever been able to eat a pretzel is when I was in New York and someone got a cinnamon flavoured one and mm-hmm. it was so cinnamony mm-hmm. that I couldn't taste the pretzel. But ugh. It's like when you've had a certain kind of alcohol and it's given you like, exactly really like Jaeger. Memories, and then you're like, nope, never mm, again. I'm not going <laughs> near Jaeger again. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. It's yeah. gross. But anyway, moving on from food and <laughs> from gross the things stuff. that I hate. <laughs> um, memories. So I've got three books that well three book series that i remember really well did you ever read sophia seven i didn't know, I didn't know. Oh, heard of that. there was always one catchphrase it was about this little girl who lived on a farm and it was you're moldy stupid and assive and me and excuse my mum excuse me <laughs> i know and me and my mum still quote that at each other like i i just remember that because we used to listen to the audiobooks as well yeah um when I was in the car and Super oh, Ted. Check you out. All yeah, I know. Books I know. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever um, listen to Super Ted? I've not heard no, of I that. I remember you talking about Super Ted. Super Ted is great. It was like a character called Texas Pete, and oh, yeah, I used to love listening to that in the car. And we used to listen to Horrible Histories, but like the oh. books recorded. Oh, nice. When the CD players came into cars and stuff, so I used to love listening to all yeah, of that. Yeah, I remember like when the Horrible Histories books were like the main thing, and the series hadn't come out yet. Because obviously, I, I love the series more, but like I remember like loving the books just oh, as much horrible histories that. was great it's fantastic um, yeah, i yeah. dipped in and out of horrible histories really i was an, oh. avid, fan, an avid fan but um, i used to watch it all the time it i just like, loved how it made it so educational while being absolutely over the top ridiculous honestly i get most of my history knowledge yeah. from horrible histories. horrible histories taught me more than my gcse's <laughs> ever did <laughs> yeah i did history for a level and i think i remember more from horrible histories Same. i still know the king charles the second rap off by heart uh i like the uh uh, the Henry VIII and his wives. I can oh. st- I start gets in my head sometimes. <laughs> not gonna lie. Every time I hear the Eminem song, I still don't. Oh, Slim Shady. Every time I hear Slim Shady, I always sing the King Charles II version. Oh, that's how much of an imprint it's had on me. Yeah, says a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to books. Did you ever read the Faraway Tree Stories by Ina Blyton? I know them. I yes. think maybe I yeah. saw like was there a TV adaptation of that? I hope not. I don't remember. I just I can I know imagine the name. them doing a cartoon version. There yeah. was a fairy called Silky, uh, a guy called Moonface who looked like a moon, uh, three kids yeah, called like Joe, Fanny, and Roger or something, and 
there was oh and there was a really grumpy like gnome person and they all lived in this tree and the worlds at the top of the tree kept changing and they get, oh. used to get stuck in all these different lands it definitely rings a bell because i remember i had like um relating to Enid Blyton I think it was like the noddy adaptations that oh. I had on video and there was like a preview for the faraway tree in that oh. so I think that's what I remember I never watched it in full though but I was always like interested in it and following on from the faraway tree stories and keeping with the Enid Blyton thing the secret seven and the famous five. Oh yeah famous five I used to love those books when they like but pretty irresponsible parents just letting them like <laughs> oh, yeah. wander out into the countryside in the middle of the night with a picnic blanket and a torch. Like, realistically, they're going to get murked in the woods somewhere, exactly. aren't they? Exactly. No, it's so true. Oh, well, I guess that's what you could do in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are my books. I won't, I'll try not to take up too much time here. Um, I was going to briefly talk about toys because I remember playing, I sort of had like, primary toys like barbies mm-hmm. um polly pockets do you remember yeah. polly pockets oh, I, loved yeah. polly I pockets. had the one with the swimming pool and the palm trees and oh. stuff i used to love that and i think she had color changing hair yes i Cute. remember the advert yeah yeah, yeah. oh did, did you ever like in the argos catalog did you ever used to sit down and just circle everything oh you wanted? Yes. i just yeah yes. i just remember <laughs> flip i would just spend afternoons flipping through the argos yeah. catalog looking at all the things that they the would never buy for me i know that, that yeah yeah those catalogs. really oh good gosh. for killing insects though you're right <laughs> just <laughs> whack it down yeah, they we don't are have the hefty. weapon anymore <laughs> like Imagine the paper cuts you could give someone with an Argos catalogue. Mm. It's made of the same kind of paper that Bibles are made out of a lot. Imagine the kind of concussion you could give Ooh, yeah. someone yeah. you hit them Argos spine catalog. first. Oh, Yikes. Wow. Um, <laughs> Let's not talk about attacking people with Yeah, it's just gone down a bit of a violent <laughs> route. I don't know what happened there. What does <laughs> it say about us? Um, so yeah, moving on from the violence, Tamagotchi. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. That was like my favourite thing. Tamagotchis were great. I used uh, to. I still got. I had two. I've still got them. I saw someone the other day who had on their bag a Tamagotchi. Oh. It was dead, but it was. <laughs> it was still a Tamagotchi. Yeah. Um, sad. I remember. Did, did you ever have those um, red and yellow cars? I think they were by the early learning center. Um, they sort of like yellow. It a bell. They like had a yellow top and a red bottom and you had to like stick your feet in the footwell and like Um, go along with your feet uh maybe it doesn't ring a bell yeah Uh, really oh that's such a shame i fell off one of those and gave myself (laughs) concussion once wow and then my mum didn't let me stay out to play for the rest of the evening Oh. I had to stay at home. Yeah, good job, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good mother right there. <laughs> uh, well done, Mum kept me alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I'll let you guys talk about your things before I go on about TV shows too much. Yeah, otherwise we'll be here all day. Yeah, literally, we just we'll love just talking be in about TV. The Alice show. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine because I just yeah. love talking about TV, so I don't. You understand. go next. Um, so mainly what I remember from the noughties is like, I think we can all agree that Harry Potter was mm-hmm. a big part mm-hmm. of all our childhoods. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. I, I started off, like I, I watched the first couple of films mm-hmm. before I started reading the books. Like it was just by chance that my mum put it on TV, like when it was on and I was like, Oh no, I don't want to watch this. Cause I was a really stubborn five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, and like never really went back after that. I've just got obsessed, read all the books and like it just, 
pretty much became like an integral part of my childhood and I'm sure mm. it was for a lot of people yeah, yeah. Definitely. um definitely films wise at least because i just remember all the trips to the cinemas like, i did get traumatized by a goblet of fire when i went to see that in the cinema i don't think um, i ever went to see them in the cinema no, no i think I, I made the mistake of watching the films first before i read the books so i watched the first and second one and the basilisk scared me so much that i didn't read the second book so I literally, d- I read the rest of them. Yeah. And then I only went back and read the second book when I, in about 2011. Oh, God. Because the basilisk horrified me that much. It's crazy. I can't believe that, like, I went through and watched the first three fine. I wasn't really bothered by anything. But I think it was just the experience of seeing the Goblet of Fire in the cinema for oh, the first Cedric. time. Yeah. I think that always makes me cry. Maybe that's just where the trauma comes from. It's just the, the sudden death Probably. that happens. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Ellie who, like, we had a big debate about this film, so when she listens to this, she'll know. She'll know, she'll get it. Um, nice, nice. Um, but, like, it's actually one of my... It's probably my second favourite film of the series now, um, mm. like, as a film. Yeah, um, me too. The third I one's my favourite, hands down. Oh, it is a good one. Because nothing yeah. really bad happens. So, I mean, well... like, Peter Pettigrew gets away... Lupin gets fired, but you know, like no one dies, mm. and everyone's kind of vaguely happy, mm. and it's got the best soundtrack. It has it got was the good soundtrack, scored by John yeah. Williams. It was the last one he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the third one's my favorite, and yeah. then the last two are my favorite. Yeah. Unpopular yeah, opinion: Half Blood Prince is my favorite. Really? Yeah. Controversial. Oh, I know. Really? Everyone seemed to hate it because, like, you know, it's not only like obviously you have like. Dumbledore dying and that everyone thought that like in comparison to the others it was weak and I see what they mean but I think I just love the cinematography and the soundtrack again Mm. for that one the fifth Um, one's the worst yes most definitely I felt like that was a lot of people's favorite I I felt really disappointed when I went to the cinema and I saw it because they cut out so much they they did that's true which is fair enough because you don't want it to go on for too long you can't put everything in but i was really disappointed that we didn't get to meet neville's parents yeah and the whole like house elves thing like i remember reading that in the book and getting really excited to see it in the film but um i actually because i was so traumatized by goblet of fire still i refuse to see order the phoenix oh it's also one where sirius dies and that makes me really sad it does make me sad as well yeah um but yeah of course like that that's a massive part of my childhood and then like in terms of books i remember being an avid fan of the Inkheart series mm. um so that was like just a like a trilogy of like three massive books and I still cannot believe to this day I struggled to read like a 300 page novel <laughs> and yet when I was like 10 I was able to read these massive bricks of novels <laughs> like they were actually massive so it was Inkheart, Ink Spell, Ink Death and I just remember my days being taken up of just sitting outside and plowing through them that sounds like a nice life (laughs) yeah it was just like how did i just suddenly stop reading as much like it's really bad because obviously like with our course like we're encouraged to read and i'm grateful for that but like i wish i could plow through books the way i did when i was a child like i don't really know what happened but i think that they were the first few fantasy novels apart from harry potter that gave me a lot of inspiration for my work like the way i wrote my characters and like i I just took a lot of inspiration from it and i'm grateful for it they made a um, film, didn't they? They did, but it was terrible. Was um, it with Nicolas Cage, or am I making that up? No, that's no, National Treasure. No, oh, it what was, a um, film. What it was a film. It's one of my faves. What a film. It was Brendan Fraser in Oh, Classic. that's who I'm thinking Classic. of. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. like one of those kind of irrelevant actors now, yeah. you know. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, Nicolas Cage is making terrible films to pay off his debt. No one's heard from Brendan Fraser for about 10 Wait, years. Wait, he has a debt? Nicolas Cage? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's got serious monetary oh issues. Gosh. But he's was, a coppola. 
Yeah, I know, but clearly Sophia ain't helping him out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't know no, that's that. why he keeps making really bad films. Oh, okay. um, that's because a shame. he yeah. ruined himself financially. Oh dear. Okay. And then Brendan Fraser, I haven't seen him in anything no, since I Journey to the Centre of the Earth, which is a great oh, film, Oh, I loved that too. That was one of my favourites. Mm. That yeah. was like um, 2008, 2008. Was yeah. Yeah. So that, counts, that counts as another naughties film that yep. made my life. <laughs> it was great. Um, and the only other thing I thought of, like, obviously this isn't from the naughties, but it took up a lot of, like, my growing up music-wise, ABBA. Oh, was I a big love thing. ABBA. Like, I think it's just like, when I connected to like mom, the Mamma Mia film so much like I don't normally go for musical films but it's just the fact that I grew up with ABBA like from primary school to now I've never stopped loving their music and there's not Aww. a song I don't like um it, I think it started when I was actually in primary school in one of my classes and my teacher who was an angel bless her <laughs> um just put ABBA on Oh. and I think I just sort of fell in love from that point <laughs> yeah I've, I've had like a major ABBA resurgence recently and I've decided yeah. that I when I die I hope I'm listening to ABBA that's a good shout there is oh there's just so many good songs there's no one yeah. like ABBA like how did they do what they do like it's so amazing. many bangers as well yeah, so how many, did they do so that many. like so many different songs and I feel like almost every album was super successful mm. and like it just shows with Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2 that like people still resonate with that. Mm. Like that's a massive impact. Oh, I was I was bawling when I watched Mamma Mia 2. No spoilers. Same. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, no spoilers, oh, okay. but I was yeah. openly weeping in the cinema. <laughs> I've seen it three times, would still watch it again and I cry every single time. <laughs> I listen to the soundtrack, it's so good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But that's mine for the naughties. Okay, okay. So um I was a really big fan of S Club 7. Oh, nice a one. big fan. S Club. <laughs> exactly. Ain't no party like an S Club party. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I was a big fan. And so I remember my mum coming home one day and she got me the concert DVD. And Aww. I just watched that on repeat. <laughs> I wanted to be a member of S Club. I wanted it to be S Club 8. Like, Aww. where was my audition? Yeah. And I mean, I you were a child at the time. I had stage presence. Um, <laughs> I can believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> You've got it now, darling. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they had like their film scene double. And I like, had that They one made DVD. a film? Yes, they made a film. Oh my God. And it was I about doppelgangers. Yeah, Whoa. it was so good. Yeah, no, it was really good. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. They wow. had their own film spin off. They did. Oh, the 90s I mean their noughties were an easy place to make a living <laughs> apparently oh, yeah so I love them and then for books I love Michael Mapergo oh yeah. yes same oh that's another one yeah and so I remember um, going to the school library and getting Warhols for the first time oh. yeah and just sobbing I don't oh, think I ever read many of it. his books they made me too sad like yeah, my granny really always bought me Michael Mapergo books yeah and I tried to read Born to Run, and as soon as the dog got kidnapped, mm -hmm. I was like, nah, I'm yeah, out. I'm, I'm not reading this. the rest <laughs> of this. See, I loved that. I can't even remember half of what happens. It makes me want to read it again, but I just remember reading, like, he did many, many books, and what I liked that they were always, like, animal-centered. animal centered. Animal yes, centered, yeah. And they were always sad, but, like, I would get so obsessed with them. I remember The Elephant in the Garden being a good one. Yeah, The Butterfly Lion. Oh. Yes, that was one of the first ones I read mm -hmm, by him, mm -hmm, actually. Yeah. Um, and then I, I remember um, Listen to the Moon was a recent one from him, and even though it's kind of, like, like not really my age range anymore i just mm -hmm. sat down and read it anyway because he still writes he still writes good stories no matter how old you are mm. he's he fantastic does, he does, yeah yeah and so i really loved him when i was growing up and then um like back to tv so 
Hannah Montana was my girl. Oh. <laughs> I loved Miley Cyrus. Like, I can't describe to you how much I loved her. Like, I don't know... Whoa, calm down, Dan. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why. You I don't have an so I love Hannah Montana tattoo somewhere, do you? No, I don't. Oh. I don't. Uh, why but... not? <laughs> Call yourself a super fan. <laughs> hey, that was a different time. Like, I'm not that big of a fan of her now, but when I was growing up, I loved the girl and it was amazing. Um, yeah, so like, I don't know what it was, like being a superstar and then being a regular kid. Like, come on, everyone's dream. Well, my dream. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I even had a little girl group in primary school. Oh, what? That was Hannah and Montana inspired? No, not really, but we just sang songs in the Aww. playground, like at lunch, and then people would like come and watch us. It was like really cute. Uh, so we like had a little girl group. Yeah, it was very really funny. Yeah, I can imagine many Danny doing that. <laughs> and there was like this like area that was essentially a stage, and so we used to always congregate there. And then we have like little songs. It's so cute. You should have charged. <laughs> you should have charged. <laughs> Could have made your fortune. I know, out of milk cartons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we would have done. But um, no, it was yeah. I mean, the storyline. Okay, looking back at it now, yes, it was ridiculous. Like, she has a wig on. How did no one realise it was the same girl? <laughs> she looks exactly the same. Yeah, well, you would always do this. And so I'm not going to blame Hannah. Most We've already had again. this discussion. We I've have. already ranted about it in we the have. first episode. So we're not going to do it again? No, we're not You're going to leave Miley Stewart and Hannah Montana <sighs> alone, okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to leave them alone. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was, it was like one of my favourite things ever. And then when it ended, it was heartbreak. Aww. It was like, just so... Sad. Gutted, mate. It was. And I remember wanting to go to her concert. I can't remember if this was the 2010s or whenever, but I remember she was coming to the UK and I was in the Ticketmaster line, but because it was like doing that spinny thing, I kept refreshing, Aww. not realising that I was getting out of the queue every single time. Aww. And so I didn't get tickets for it. I remember going into geography class and like people were like, what's wrong? And I was like, Don't I want. didn't get Hannah Montana. <laughs> no, well, this is Miley Cyrus. So oh, she Miley like, Cyrus. She was a oh, solo sorry. act now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and so like they were like, what's wrong? I was like, nothing. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm exactly. just going to go cry in the corner. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like those were the staples I can really remember. And also Liberty X. Shout out to those guys. I had their mm. album. And um, even though I was really young for it, I just remember listening to those guys. Did you ever watch Zoe 101? I didn't, no. Oh, because I never watched that growing up. But when I was in year eight or nine, someone downloaded the entire series and we watched like series one, two and three in one weekend. No, I've not heard And I actually that. really enjoyed it. No, I've not heard uh, the, uh, the main actress in it, I think. Oh, it's the same main actress who was in Aquamarine. Do you remember that film? Oh, about yes, the mermaid? I did. See That's that one of my film. favourite yeah, childhood that films. Really I watched it late, but I did watch it. Oh, yeah, it's the central. Oh, no, maybe it's. Oh, no, it's not JoJo. I'm thinking of JoJo. No, it was <laughs> someone else, but um, the main oh my actress. Goodness, JoJo. Love that girl as well, or woman, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's a woman now, Danny. She is. But um, JoJo is amazing. Sorry, yep, shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, going back to TV shows, I never really had Sky or anything growing up, so no, it was all Freeview and CBBC and CBBC. CBBC was. So oh my I've, goodness, Tracy Beaker. Yeah, I've just yeah. I, that's on my list. Yeah. I've made a list that I could think of. So I've got The Queen's Nose, mm-hmm. Raven. Oh, Raven. Oh, Raven. Tracy yes. Beaker. Yes. Sorry, I've got no head. That was a bit later. That was like two thousand seven. That, that was a weird one, but I loved it. Do you remember like, my favorite? of that whole thing was the guy who was on that Scottish island by himself, that one people in the... I can't remember. 
remember because I did so many different sketches. Yeah. Um, I, I remember the uh, £200 <laughs> thing or yeah. something like that. I can't remember. I just remember oh. laughing at really stupid, random yeah. things. Yeah, sorry, I've got no head. It was ridiculous. Um, Arthur. Oh, Arthur, yes. I, yeah. I didn't love it, if I'm really? honest. I watched it, but you I was just like... You didn't like the artwork, Abby? No, oh, right. Arthor was great. It was all right. And Mona. In uh, Mona the Vampire. Yeah, yeah that's Mona next on my vampire. list. It was so good. Um, Bodger and Badger. Not many people know about this, and no, I, I think it's them. because it I was doing reruns in the noughties, oh, so it was more like my brother and sister's generation who were watching mm-hmm. Bodger and Badger, but... Someone pointed out to me the other day, the main character is called Bodger because he's a DIY man. So he like he's used to bodging jobs. And oh. I was like, oh my God, I couldn't understand that when I was a child, but it's so clever. Um, but yeah. it's basically this guy with a hand puppet of a badger and the badger always messed things up. And he really <laughs> liked mashed potato. <laughs> um, and then the last two I can remember are Escape from Scorpion Island. I, Do you remember that? I didn't. I, I knew it. I don't think I watched it, though. Oh, like, I, I remember it, it coming up. And Come Outside. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh, come Outside. With Pippin. Yeah. Oh, Pippin. Yeah. And that spotty plane. <laughs> so, oh, and just while I think of it, sorry. Big Cook, Little Cook. Great. That's oh. yeah. Big right. Cook, Little Cook. <laughs> I think I watched it occasionally. Cafe. Was that the one with the shiny show as well? Oh, the shiny show. What was that? Oh, that was so sweet. I think, was that on CBeebies? I can't remember. I can't remember either. That was ages ago. Oh my goodness, I forgot to mention the tweenies. Oh, the tweenies. Well, they were a staple in my life. I went to see them live when I was five. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, I had the DVD of them doing their concert. Oh, Oh, and the Teletubbies. Oh, nah. They creeped me out. Yeah, Some exactly. B- I was too scared of Teletubbies. Lucy showed me a clip the other day from the Teletubbies and it was like this weird lion. And I, I was, was just like, going to oh, say, do no. you remember that? Because I had nightmares many times because it's, it's a freaking lion. It's so it's bad. And then like the whole CG baby and the sun. I like, know. What? <laughs> I liked it apart from the lion and the bear, but it is when you look back at these things and realise how disturbing some of the material actually is like it's just weird yeah no definitely do you remember um story was it story makers yes i loved story makers that was was a good one all right all right are you ready to move into the 2010s yes uh i think so um this is like the era that i couldn't think of that many things from really no same Um, this is where i had like cultural this is where you came into your own (laughs) yeah me too um I remember the only things I've got written down are Blackberries, so like BBM and oh Instant Messenger, yes. yeah. yeah, and all of that stuff like MSN, um, and then disposable cameras. Those are like the only two things that really came oh, to yeah. mind for 2010. But even the disposable cameras were more like noughties. That's, Ooh, true. that's true. But that's I just true. remember getting my first disposable camera, and I was just taking pictures of rubbish like my bedroom <laughs> as you do the yeah. garden yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah it's just a complete waste we of film pick up the garden <laughs> <laughs> for posterity yeah. of course yeah yeah oh. all right shall i go right well i mean like i just thought bit building on what you just said like it was really hard for me to actually think of stuff in the 2010s because it was the time where i um sort of came into my own and i like, sort of figured out like what really interests me and like what what my tastes really are um but like that's i don't know why it was so hard to think of things um but i do remember like sort of uh 2011 2012 
that was when I first joined Facebook, um, even though most mm. people had already joined it at like, what, 10 years old. Um, yeah. I, no, I lied. We had Bebo. I never had yeah. Bebo. Oh, I no. went straight into Facebook oh. and my first profile picture was Mr. Happy. Oh. Because my mum was like, oh, don't use a real picture of your face. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember my face, pro- my first profile picture, but I remember getting it and being like, wow, this is yeah. like a whole new level. Yeah, my coolness. first profile picture was of my dog. Um, just for initially I was like I'm not showing my face but it didn't take me long to put up a photo of me with my braces and everything <laughs> um, but yeah that was my that was my it was my introduction into like the social media world um, and I remember I just acted like an idiot on Facebook but who didn't at that age and um, I remember like I didn't have a dis- disposable camera but I got a camcorder I remember that Whoa. and I also took advantage and used that to just record mainly just my pets because they were the only interesting things in my life um there are worse things to videotape yeah but no it was like i I remember doing all that like this sort of introduction technology i remember getting my first proper phone i started off with a motorola flip phone whoa that was my first um just mine was a nokia yeah (laughs) yeah no i was like um uh, I think it was when I was first starting out at secondary school and my mum insisted that I have a phone with me just in case I needed mm-hmm. to contact anyone. So it was for purposeful reasons and then eventually I got like a Samsung and it all went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in terms of um, TV shows, um, this is very recent and very popular, but Game of Thrones has been a big thing for me mm. like in this decade because um, it kind of became like the thing that I like. I, I, I jumped on the bandwagon really late. I only started watching it a couple of years ago. Um, but it, yeah, when I was in sixth form, like everybody was watching it, like it was the big thing. Um, but it took me a while to sort of get into the more adult shows. Like I just thought, I'm not going to jump on this just because it's popular. Mm-hmm. Like hmm. I, I don't want to just like be yeah, one I of think the that people. Was, I was of that mind as well. Yeah. So ultimate question for Yabby: yes. Who is going to sit on the throne? No, oh, don't no. <laughs> don't not I'm still on this. season six. Okay. Uh, shall I not say then? Don't, don't say anything for Alice. I mean, I've been watching okay. Game of Thrones since year I'll, eleven study leave, so <laughs> okay, I'll talk okay. about that with you at another time, Danny. Because <laughs> I have many discussions and many fears about the next season. I am both excited and terrified. So um it's the best yeah. way to be. The other thing I wanted to mention is just um, that, like, I, I'm not much of a gamer, um, but there's, like, a little 8-bit game that made a lot of my 2010s, which is Undertale, um, in terms of, like, storytelling, because I'm always, like, writing and creating things. Like, that's had a, quite a profound impact on, like, the way I tell stories. Like, it's literally just an 8-bit game, but the soundtrack's incredible, mm-hmm. the characters, the dialogue, everything about it has just had such a profound impact on me. It came out 2015, and like four years later, I still use it as like, I still play it, uh, I still listen to the soundtrack, and I still use it as very much a foundation for like the way I write my stories. Um, so that was quite a big thing for me as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of other things, it's, why is it so hard for me to think of things from the 2010s? It's literally the stuff I that guess I remember we're, we're most. still in it, aren't we? Yeah, we are, it's we still, st- it's just basically the decade of like, when you become change. an adult and yeah. you, you change and you mature and yeah all of that happens <laughs> yeah so yeah that's me 2010 what about you Danny? awesome awesome so for me it would probably have to start off as my emo phase so <laughs> oh, here we go <laughs> was a big big time for me uh so <laughs> i don't even know where to start i mean <laughs> i kind of had this whole change i was like yep yeah, i'm not listening to that kind of music like pop mainstream whatever i'm gonna go all <laughs> gonna indie, be edgy all grunge exactly i'm gonna be edgy 
I'm going to be the, most, the ultimate edgy person you will ever meet. And so <laughs> I kind of had like a choker. I had Whoa. like blue hair, like blue clippings. Like I always Kerrang. <laughs> yeah, like Kerrang posters on my wall. Like, you know, oh. it was a big thing. And I love Panic at the Disco. I saw them live. That was amazing. Oh. I like Panic now. Yeah, yeah Panic are great. Um, All Time Low, again, Fall Out Boy, mm. and um, Sleeping With Sirens which I will uh. still listen to because they have some great songs. I mean, if I'm James Dean, you're Audrey Hepburn, still a banger. <laughs> I will still rock out to that song right now. Like, love it. And um, But it's also with that, that same time, I went to my first concert, which was Katy Perry. Oh. So I've been an eclectic kid for yeah. ages now. Call yourself an emo and then I you was. go and watch Katy Perry. Well, you know, <laughs> you can I have can two both. sides. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> dark and a light side. <laughs> I had so many different genres I was into and that's just made me realise I didn't have like a emo phase where I actually mm-hmm. changed how I look because mm-hmm. I've always looked the same to be honest but mm-hmm. I did love Evanescence I have to oh, admit oh bring me to life yes, yes. I loved See, it see my mum went into those albums. guys so yeah. I listened to them through her yeah. but um, yeah so yeah I remember that and that was a great time in my life tell you what was a great song from the 2010s Mr Brightside Hell oh, yeah. the killers! I yes. can still yep. like. Oh, I just I love that mm-hmm. song. Every time it comes on, like a, I was about to say disco. No one goes to discos anymore. <laughs> but like every School time disco, it comes on yeah. in clubs and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, no. So that's so good. I know. I love how everyone knows Mr. Brightside. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. knows the lyrics. And everyone's yeah. your best friend all of a sudden. You're just yeah. singing to I love it. Yeah. And then, like books. Again, with Harry Potter, like. I know that the last couple were coming out <clears throat> near like the twenty. I guess the last film came out in two thousand and eleven. I think the last book came out in two thousand and nine. Yeah, that's crazy. So like again, solidified my uh, Potterheadness. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> really, really love those books and films. And then Twilight. Oh yeah, yeah. Twilight. So of course. yeah, you can look it as much as you want, but Twilight was a big fan. Yeah, of I used to like Twilight. Yeah, so I read all the books. I remember seeing the movie in cinemas. I think it came really? out two thousand and eight. I yes, think yeah, the Twilight first was. one. Yeah, I saw it in the cinema because I had read the book, just finished it, and I was like, "Mum, we need to go see this." And she was like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." <laughs> and then, oh, did I get it on DVD? No, I saw New Moon in cinema. New Moon okay. came out in two thousand and nine. Eclipse was yeah. twenty ten. Yeah. Breaking Dawn oh, okay, was 2011. Okay. Twy hard over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you the other day when we were in the cinema, I have a really good memory mm-hmm. for when films okay, came yeah, out. Okay, sure. Just but the Twilight yeah. movies. I did, I did quite like the films, I have to say. Oh. New Moon, I'm not bothered. It's just Bella making painful noises for like an hour and a half. But... <laughs> well, she was grieving, okay? The love of her life So dramatic. She's like 15. <laughs> you don't even know how to love someone when you're 15. Um, Eclipse oh. is my favourite. Yeah, I really liked Eclipse, yeah. But I remember going to see New Moon in the cinema and it was packed. Like, it was crazy. People were sitting on the floor to really? try and get a Yeah, no, it was crazy. I like, saw wow. Breaking Dawn part one and part two in the cinema, but yeah, so before that, I, that, everything was just straight onto DVD. No, no. I've even got the collector's edition, uh, edition box set. Like, <laughs> wow, diehard. I, I actually really movie. liked The Short Second Life of Brie Tanner. Do you remember when that came I out? Do, it's like that a spin off. Yeah. yeah, you know, Brie, the vampire girl who gets murked at the end of a clip no i haven't watched any of the films i only read the first book and honestly i did really like the book um Mm. but not enough to carry on for the rest of the series i think it's like vampire stuff was never really my thing Mm. and it's Mm. it's, it is a popular thing but i could never Mm. get into it around the same time i was reading a lot of c.s lewis i read all of the narnia books in one go because my mum got me the whole collection 
Uh, yeah, I think I, I went back and read like the f- half of them. I should have read all of them, but like I love the films today. Because the first one's The Magician's Nephew, and then yeah. it's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then The Horse there's and Boy. The I Horse think? and His Boy, and then like The Silver Chair, That's and then like, like The Last, last Battle. Yeah, 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 the last battle. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. Final Battle, it. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I loved all of those books. Yeah. Films were great until the third one. Oh, I actually really like The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. It's all right, it's but it's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> it's Prince Caspian that I'm not really a fan of. <gasps> I don't like Prince Caspian. I thought that was the best No, one. Ben Barnes. I like Prince Caspian <laughs> as the character. Well, but the yeah. film, I'm like, nah. Oh, no, I thought it was great. I think it's because, like, the first one had so much, like, it was so enchanting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, then and the Prin- soundtracks were really yeah, good. Yeah, and the Prince Caspian was, like, the same director, same everything. Mm-hmm. It had the same feel to it. It did. And Voyage of the Dawn Treader was d- completely different. It felt different. But it did have baby Will Poulter in it. It did, but that's not enough to convince me. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh. just, it was average in comparison. <laughs> that has a really good soundtrack as well, actually. Yeah. I haven't seen the third one, because, like Abby, I was not interested. Oh, <laughs> I, I really say, like it. I would say, personally, it's just not as good as the other two. But, you know. <laughs> that's just my I opinion. I watch when it comes on TV during the Christmas. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have a Narnia marathon. I will, I will. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're good. Okay, but what about right now? What Ooh. inspires you Whoa. right now? Come on, well, that's weird. Honest. Like thinking about your own tastes and like what you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, so music-wise, the main thing I listen to is soundtracks. Me I'm too. like a complete soundtrack nerd. I could tell you exactly what films each composer's done and in what year. Um, I went to see James Newton Howard in concert at the Royal Albert Hall oh, cool. two years ago, I'm so and Hans Zimmer was in the audience. <gasps> So oh it was God. incredible. <laughs> it was so good. Like James Newton Howard was like, right, mate, how's it going? <laughs> um, and I've seen all three Harry Potters so far live in concert with an oh. orchestra, um, which was amazing. So I'm really into soundtracks. Book wise, I am I'm quite heavily into sci-fi. So that's like my main genre because that's the main genre I write. Mm-hmm. But I do dabble in a bit of popular fiction and I'm trying to read a few classics because I haven't actually read that many, despite being an English student. Um, like I've got some Agatha Christie in my um, pile of books to be read, which hopefully I'll get round to reading once our dissertation's in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, TV shows, I watch quite a lot of American stuff because it's on Netflix, like The Good Place. Yeah. Um, what else? My mind has gone completely blank. <laughs> Happens, doesn't it? <laughs> I can't even think about what films I like everything except horror and action I can kind of take or leave but the rest of it I'll watch it yeah was it you that said you like Mission Impossible yeah I do like Mission Impossible Mm -hmm. but it's sort of like gratuitous violence and stuff isn't necessarily my thing Mm -hmm. although saying that I did quite enjoy John Wick 1 and 2 which I made the mistake of watching back to back yesterday (laughs) (laughs) until the early hours of the morning (laughs) Yeah. So for me, um, like you say, it's really hard to think of things, even though like you should just know. Um, again, I I love listening to soundtracks. Um, whenever I study, I'll I'll listen to anything. I listen to video game soundtracks, film soundtracks, TV soundtracks. I just love having them on in the background, and I just I'll listen to like anything really, as long as it's like inspiring or whatever. And um, other music tastes apart from that like I don't listen to a lot of like necessarily you know chart music um but like 
Yeah, why is it so hard to think of my favourite artists I, oh, all that, of a sudden? I'm also into, like, indie folk and yeah, that's, acoustic yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, I still listen to Sia. She is my mm. queen. Um, oh, yeah, recommendation, her collaboration with Labyrinth and Diplo. Oh, LSD, Thunderclouds. I'm obsessed. Yeah, that one. And, like, they're coming out with a full album on April 12th, which I am very excited for. Um, yeah, listen to them a lot. Um, that's probably my biggest thing at the moment in terms of music. Um, TV again, I watch a lot of Netflix mainly. I love a good psychological thriller. Mm. Um, I think it's because that's the genre that I like to write mostly. Like my screenplay at the moment is an entire like dystopian universe, and um, I like stuff that has a dark edge nowadays. So I, l- I love Luther. <laughs> I love um, the nice stuff. Just wasn't quite cutting it for you. No, it? it's just like I'm just like screw it. I want I some violence. Side. <laughs> Give me violence. <laughs> um, yeah, Peaky Blinders is fantastic. Highly recommend. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's surprising how much of it is taken up by Netflix now. Like what mm. we watch, like just in the modern day, like my usual routine is like after I've had my day out, I will come home and get my laptop out and watch whatever I am currently obsessed with on Netflix. And it is usually like a mystery or a thriller or something of that genre. That's the kind of thing that I love because it it really makes you think and it's just, I don't know, I find it like a good break from work sometimes to have something that really makes you think about things and consider things. Mm. Um, Films more about the mcu of oh, course yeah oh how could i forget about that yeah well i mean to be fair you've already had a massive marvel discussion on this podcast yeah i was just like i have to mention it because film wise that's what i get the most into and the most excited about it's such a huge thing i can't believe it's become so big but yeah i look forward to every marvel film that comes out yeah me too um so yeah, that's me at the moment, I suppose, because my mind has now gone blank. So I'll hand <laughs> over to you, Danny. Over to Danny. <laughs> yeah, so again, with soundtracks, I absolutely love them. And I feel like I love them even more now because I'm a screenwriter. So yeah, when I'm writing, I like to listen to soundtracks to kind of get me in the mood of the character. Mm. Yeah, me like too. That's of, exactly my reason. Uh, yeah, I have world. a writing playlist on yeah, Spotify. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and so at the moment, another recommendation, but if Bill Street could talk, Nicholas Patel, oh. amazing. Like, this, I can't, the soundtrack is amazing, so please go listen to it. And it's just, it really lifts the movie. Like, I know they're always supposed to do that, but this one is just like so integral. Yeah. to the storytelling and the cinematography and it's so beautiful mm. oh my goodness Barry Jenkins you have done it again <laughs> like, it is amazing it's the reason the he's an Oscar winner exactly it is the reason that me like got best picture <laughs> of course um and so I love soundtracks and I also really really like um like I was saying I'm going back to like Neo Soul so I really like Solange and I really like Raven Lanay and um just like I know R&B and Neo Soul, that's coming back into my repertoire now of music, which is really cool because, like I said, it's like an evolution. Mm. Yeah. Which is really, really lovely. Yeah. Um, but I also really like country. Like, Katie... Casey Musgraves. My sister loves country. Yeah. Um, last month. I love her and I love Golden Hour and it's just so... Oh, it's just so healing. Like, listening to her voice is really Oh, lovely. I really like First Aid Kit, actually. Oh, yeah. oh I do. Yeah. I love... Ruins um, is a phenomenal album. I think oh what's it called uh, my silver lining yeah. is a fantastic you should listen song to them. the Stockholm live version of that because they nice. have like a cello and the strings yeah. and it's like oh I love the instruments for country yeah. Yeah. yeah and then again like rap as well but not like like no name 
kind of so it's like again it's neo soul rap like i don't know i just all about that genre right now and um, tv and film um it's a hard one because like you said going on netflix this is so much available to you yeah. so i kind of just see what grabs my eye and kind of watch it um but genre wise i don't really know because i at the moment i'm writing a sci-fi fantasy um tv show but it's not like i will intentionally go out to watch um sci-fi and mm. fantasy like, it's just where the idea takes you really, yeah isn't exactly it? and when i was growing up i loved charmed oh yeah so I a big that. part of where i'm writing a witch drama is because i love witches Aww. and um, bonnie bennett was my favorite character in vampire diaries mm. um so yeah like but I don't know. Like I watch a lot of documentaries now. Oh I like yeah, to learn when I I'm watch... into documentaries, mm. yeah. like um, Neil deGrasse Tyson stuff. Yeah, about the unseen universe. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, blows your mm-hmm. mind. So I love all of that, and I recently watched a documentary the other day about um, Nick... no Elizabeth Holmes and the event. Oh yeah, she's engaged now. Is she really? Yeah. Wow. She was the one who faked the like company with like blood tests yeah thanos yeah she did so um yeah and that was suspiciously like thanos i was just gonna say (laughs) that i was like why are we talking about thanos (laughs) (laughs) no i didn't think so but maybe maybe that's her inspiration who Mm. knows to wipe out half the planet i mean (laughs) by a blood test i know she was in medical tech so who knows what she was thinking but yeah i really like to learn when i watch films and even just by watching really good films about like i don't know lighting and cinematography and um, mm. narrative like i yeah. like to immerse myself in good filmmaking so yeah yeah why's anderson's like that yeah exactly so i i just love right now i kind of pick whatever kind of speaks to me which is cliche <laughs> as it is but like whenever i feel like oh that looks cool or let me watch this or I know about this director so let me watch every one of his films that kind of thing yeah I think I'm much less swayed by what other people are into Mm, now I know my own tastes Mm. and Mm. I won't watch something that I know I'm not going to be interested in just because it's cool or because it's trending I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, because I get so many people just being like, um, you know, everyone's like, you got to watch this, you got to watch this, and I think I just know my own taste now, mm. like you say. So I'm always going to worked be like, for you on the good place, though. Exactly. Sometimes I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I could work with that. Um, but yeah, in that case, I loved that. <laughs> so, but I just, I, I love going through like the genres that I know that I like on Netflix and just being like, oh, what can I get into this time? So, mm. Yeah. Well, this has been such a lovely chat. Yeah, oh, I has. think we've run over time again. <laughs> Probably, we run over time, fine. but it's um, fine. Okay. Well, we have, but like not too much. It's <laughs> okay. not an hour. Okay, good. We haven't <laughs> gone off on one like we did the first episode. Yeah, no, I've been trying to keep an eye on it. As producer <laughs> and co-host, you know, yeah. I'm really trying to do a lot of things. Yeah, right you're here. doing a public service. Yeah. Then. <laughs> but thank you so much, Abby, for coming on our show. Finally. No I problem. Got there eventually. i organise this for a while. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> and again... Shout out to you, Al, for your 21st. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yes, Alice, we're going to have fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know, just going on this nostalgia trip with you guys has been a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it very mm-hmm. much. Most definitely. Yeah. All right, all right. So you'll see us in May, and we have some special guests coming on the show. Oh, do we? Yeah, we do. I, don't, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> this, well, is well, why, like this. this is why Danny runs the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening again. And like I said at the top of the show, you can find us on all streaming platforms. According to us, it's a Girly Girls production. 
Girly Girls is an online platform for women creatives to showcase their voices through their art.